previously on Read It and Weep. It seems like a really funny idea to me for like three mid-twenties gentlemen to be reading sex books for 12-year-old girls. Edward intentionally got Bella to mention that they were engaged in front of Jacob, which hurt him, and then he kiss-raped Bella, which hurt Edward. And Bella. And Bella. Hey, welcome to Edward's Butcher Shop. Can I fuck you off a hawk or some bacon? (laughs) After 200 years, Edward has finally found his perfect ham sandwich. I'd rather make out with a puppy than a statue, I think, because a puppy will, will lick you back. No, I've got it. It's a cop buddy show mustache and the wig she can see the future and he's like he's the bumbling old cop he's like no alice we should do things by the book now that you know that he's in love with your baby what do you do with jacob how do you handle him (laughs) no man you fight and whoever fucking wins is the alpha dog and you do what he wants to do which i think in this case is go eat the chick with the demon baby that's the movie that's the movie they had and instead they made it about sexy chess Good morning, Meet Suits and Meet Dresses. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. This is episode number 167. We have now done as many episodes as the number of characters in the official name of Bangkok, Thailand. Whoa, what is it? Krung Thep Mahagnan Amon Ratakosanan Mahadran Yathuya Mahatfap Naprat Rachitni Boram. This is the hard one. Odum Remchit Nawat. Mahas Aman Piman Awat Sahat Thaksakathig Witsakam Prasit. And that's the show. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> that is apparently the actual name of Bangkok. It's it's like uh, show dogs and, and uh, ho- race, horse, racing horses. They have really long names, but everybody just calls them Skip or something. Y- yeah. I, I always call Bangkok Skip. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good nickname. Speaking of things that are too long, this week we're talking about the third half of Twilight Part 4. Breaking Dawn by Stephanie Meyer. This week's episode is sponsored by audiblepodcast.com slash read and weep. If you go to that address and sign up for a trial membership, you can get a free audiobook for free, including this one if you wanted to hear Bella talk in person. And uh, free is the MSRP for this book. So if you want to read it, this is the way to do it. If you don't want to read it, you can still get a free audiobook of any other kind. Over 100,000 titles, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. Audiblepodcast.com slash read and weep. Also, uh, this is our, uh, you know, our, we're on the home stretch of Twilight. After this, we're going to go back to some more sponsorships from you. So if you have a song you want us to read or watch, go to read-weep.com slash sponsor. And there, uh, put your email address down, and we will send you an email when we have more available. You'll be the first to know, and the last to know, because I think it'll probably sell out just from email people. Let me introduce you to today's panel. I'm your host. Uh, I'm Alex Falcone. You can find me on uh, on. You should follow me on Cakerist. I'm Alex Falcone, all one word. Tanya will hate you. No, I'm getting way better at it. <laughs> Maybe, Chris? Can you confirm? Uh, I haven't spoken with her much about your Pinterest, devoted entirely to pictures of cake. I figure. Well, I have two now. I have I have cake that is good, and then I have disappointing cakes. <laughs> The motto of that board is, you throw up with your eyes first. 
Uh, here are some of my friends in San Francisco, California. It's Ezra Fox. Alex, what if my superpower is just being able to love you more than anyone else ever? <laughs> then you would be fucking terrible to hang out with. <laughs> That's not a fun superpower. That's like Aquaman's like, oh, it's uh, it's nothing super about that. I, I at can all. do better. <laughs> Also joining us, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Seattle, Washington. Today, reporting live from New York, New York, it's Chris Smith. Hey there, Alex. You know, um, I know you have some wedding plans, so I'm going to get started on building you a fuck cottage. <laughs> Is that cool? Out in the woods? And don't worry if your pelvic thrusting destroys it. I'll just build you another one. Yeah, we're going to go through a couple of houses in the first decade. Is it, yeah. it should just be collapsible, right? Like, that would be the, like, the idea where it's like a foldable cottage. You know? Or it's a bouncy house. Or bouncy house. Just... <laughs> yeah. Why don't they have... Sexy vampire bouncy houses. I think so much more of this book would have been more enjoyable. Why? Why would there not be that? It's such a good I, idea. I have an idea personally. It's just yeah. that I mean, generally they're maybe a bit sexually conservative, and the bouncy house counts as a third person. <laughs> that is a that is a liberal definition of threesome. <laughs> the bouncy house is a marital aid. <laughs> Also joining us, uh, you may remember her from Twilight Part 2, Twilight Part 3, the first half of Twilight Part 4, A Caress of Twilight, the Twilight fan fiction we read, and the Twilight spin-off novella, it's unwitting Twilight expert, Sarah Hathaway. At long last, I'm objectively beautiful to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so many feminist problems with it. <laughs> oh, good, because I have even other problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got plenty of masculist problems. Uh, also, humanist problems. So together, with our powers combined, we don't like it. <laughs> but first, before we talk about what we don't like, we need Chris to summarize. Chris, you are, of course, still our resident summarizer for your freakish recall and your dulcet tones. Today, please summarize in the style... <clears throat> Of a baby vampire. <laughs> I'm not going to do a high voice because my I, I drank last night. How about instead of doing a voice, you just tell us the summary in our mind movies? <laughs> oh, God. Mm. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Bella Swan is married to Edward Cullen. They are so in love. They are 18 and 17, respectively, and have a baby girl named Renezme. A combination of their mom's names. <laughs> yeah. They live with Edward's rich parents, and Bella's dad doesn't know they have a baby, or that everyone I've just described besides Charlie is a vampire. <laughs> Bella just became a vampire when having her baby, and now she's more pretty, and she's learning how to be a vampire. And she's weirdly powerful, and she's also weirdly unaffected by thirst or sexual desire her, her superpower is self-control it's really really lame anyway <laughs> yeah so they go off in the woods and have their married sex now that they're both vampires they kill some animals she ruins her dress um, <laughs> yeah and their baby is growing at an astonishing rate like the baby gestated in like what two four weeks and uh and now it's like a toddler after two weeks of being alive. Uh, it can talk, it can read, and it can communicate by sending you its mind pictures if it touches you. 
There's a problem, though, is that the vampire police, the Volturi from Italy, found out about this baby, and vampires are not allowed to have babies. So they're coming to post-birth abort this baby. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and the whole Cullen family. And the, yes, and uh, the whole it Cullen like family. You said the, it sounded like you said the whole Hogan family, which is also great. <laughs> And not do not look up Hulk Hogan's here. sex tape. Do not. <laughs> yeah, it's for the, it's for his own good if the Volturi take out Hulk Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> they can um, try. Anyway, so Bella and Edward and their family and Jacob, her Native American best friend who is now intimately related to this baby somehow. Well, sort of one directionally. He is in love forever with the baby. Yeah, well, yeah. she really likes she, him. Yeah, she's in like with him. Sure, she likes everything. She's a baby. <laughs> she yeah. hasn't chosen him the way he had all of these other not options. Yeah, that's right. Um, so they're all going to gear up to protect themselves against the vampire police, and they're getting the gang together. And everyone's really scared. And that's about where we leave off. All right, so uh, it's time for the uh, first half of our compliment sandwich. We'd like to start and finish every episode with a compliment. It's how we seem like fair and legitimate criticism. Sarah, as our guest, you have the right to go first or last in the opening compliment. What do you prefer? Um, I'll go first, and this might be something that we can discuss more next time because it has to do with like some of the other vampires they collect. Uh-huh. But Stephanie answered my most pressing question about her whole world, which is... Are there fat vampires? <laughs> What's the answer? Yes. <laughs> what? How? Uh, we're going to meet this character later um, who is described as like massive yet mesmerizing and that her body undulates gracefully when oh, she walks. <laughs> like a lava lamp. Yeah. It's really funny. Like, So she's a gorgeous fat lady? Yeah, exactly, because she's still a vampire. But that was one of my questions. Is I'm like, well, you know, you freeze at whatever point you were, like, bitten at, right? And I'm like, there have to be some people who are not these, like, boring supermodel types out there. Does Stephanie Meyer embrace plus model beauties in her world? And apparently she does. Good for her. All right, Ezra, what's your major compliment? Okay, this is a, this is a compliment uh, to the nicknaming of Renesme, um, because <laughs> Jacob calls her Nessie, um, as opposed to a very possible option, which would have been just Ez, because uh, ah. that's in there too. And so that would have pretty much ruined my life. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, guys, for not, not seeing that one, avoiding it, whatever you did. Um, yeah. I will no longer be tied to this book when we're done with it. I like uh, everybody calls the baby Nessie, except Bella, who gets angry because she really wants everyone to vomit as they speak. <laughs> when they yeah, try to... she actually says something like, that nickname is stupid. I gave her a beautiful name. <laughs> nope. Nope. Did she come up with a name when she was a vampire? Because like, no, I... she definitely did not. No, okay. she came up with it when she was getting her insides kicked apart. <laughs> yeah, well, that's fitting then. <laughs> yeah, it's maybe it's not like she's pretending it's a beautiful name, but it was basically like a, a subtle fuck you to the baby for destroying her uterus. <laughs> or it was just her her grunts of pain. She's like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm still kind of bummed, guys, that, that it wasn't a boy so we could be Charlisle. Yeah. <laughs> Charlisle would be the worst. <laughs> Vomit. Uh, I'm going to go third. My my major compliment is that we found out why Edward is the smartest of the vampires. Ooh. It turns Cause... out it's because he's the singlest. <laughs> <laughs> 
he says that the reason why he is better and knows more languages and is a better musician and and has studied more and has more postgraduate degrees or whatever is because all the other vampires are in couples and so they just fucked for decades yeah. nonstop. So and side so note, he's the worst at boning. Oh, definitely. Right? But you know, he's practiced, but he's yeah. read a lot of manuals. <laughs> yeah, he's read the joy of sex in every iteration. He's book smart, but he's not sheet smart. Mm. Oh, I thought that was better than that. Oh, no, it, was oh, good. It, 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 it wasn't. Is good. It wasn't bad. It's it was early. Just sex on it's the early. floor. <laughs> <laughs> Although it didn't actually say in the book that because they just have sex on the floor, right? Like I was expecting to be like, and then the floor caved in, but that didn't happen either. Right, mm. uh, and then and then the earth was rent apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the sex diamond mining, Chris. It's very yeah. helpful, actually. I'm gonna fuck a hole to China. That's why they're so rich. A vampire <laughs> fuck tipped saw. <laughs> How would you put just the vampire fucking on the tip of the saw? It's a How big saw. They can balance there. They're perfect. All right, Chris, your your major compliment. What is it? Uh, my major compliment is that I was, for once, deeply envious of vampires. Uh, uh. So Edward and Bella are at their fuck cottage, and Bella needs new clothes. So they open the door, and there's too many girly clothes. And Bella's like, how am I ever going to find normal clothes? So Edward sniffs the air, and then he finds jeans and a t-shirt. Because it turns out Dude, jeans smell denim. have their own smells. And that means if he was at, like, let's say, a sample sale, he could literally <laughs> sniff out a deal. <laughs> and I like that. I thought I, that was pretty good. I like that, too. He, 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 is a, he can sniff the closet. <laughs> he can, I, can he match? Like, do the different inks have different smells? I can only imagine. He's Probably. so perfect. Yeah. Like he only wears khaki anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> awesome. Uh, all right. Well, so we're gonna get into our uh, regular segment now, our anchor segment. This is our hate segment. It's called. We're, today we're gonna shoot some silver bull hates and try to kill something uh, in any order. What's something you didn't like about part three? Of the part four of Twilight, the sex. Yeah, know. should we should we get into this? We kind of touched on it a little yeah. bit already, but this like, is the one where they have a lot of sex as immortals. They do it. They yeah. do. It's all off screen. Yeah, it's still very PG thirteen. I mean, I guess I guess it's like nice that that she's actually writing like a sexual relationship between like two consenting peers for once. Yeah, because with only a hundred year age gap. <laughs> yeah, you know, only a hundred years and one human year, which really bothers Bella way more than it should. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, like, but then there was some part where she's like, but then I realized that we didn't have to go to the bathroom or get tired or have water, so how are we ever going to stop? And then I was like, oh my god, he has a stone penis that has been inside of her for hours. And they literally, <laughs> and they literally can never stop because it's unclear how he would actually ejaculate yeah. since, nothing, since nothing else in their body moves. And then I was like, he doesn't have blood. How does he have a boner? And I went down this weird <laughs> spiral of like trying to figure out how vampire sex works. Also, if, if, if he's stone, then her parts are stone. And so it's just stone on stone, which doesn't sound fun and would yeah. generate a lot of heat. 
and a terrible sound. Yeah. Oh, do you think it's like a rock tumbler? Uh. <laughs> do you think his penis is like super smooth and shiny now? <laughs> As though polished by a river. She polishes his knob. Uh. Uh. Um, you know, here's the other thing that, I mean, they say they never have to go to the bathroom, but they ingest blood. All the time, mm-hmm. which means you n- you don't have to poop every day. But isn't there a lot of iron and just there, like there is? Plus, it's just liquid. Like it's not like you're gonna sweat it out. Whereas I just yeah, yeah I don't know where it goes. Yeah, because she says she feels sloshy at one point too. Yeah, oh, so God. you know maybe like every every month or so they just like you know they take maybe. a massive dump <laughs> like a slob. They take a massive dump and it's oh. just like a, a, an agate. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> Maybe that's just the ejaculate. Oh. <laughs> just he was pure. just like really going to town on himself before. Uh, yeah, and it's just pure iron dust. It just. <laughs> Man, that would be the, probably the, that'd be in the con column, I think, for this whole thing. You know, just yeah. like every once, yeah, like once a month, you just create enough iron to like make like a woolly willy. Uh, like. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh, that could be a sex act. You could be woolly willy. The woolly willy is where he like puts some iron dust on her face and then a little bit uh, down in her beard area and then other options. Just drags it around. Yeah. <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> I'm sorry I started us down this path. Yeah, the, the part where she says like, she also, like she's worried that they'll never get tired uh, physically, but she's also like, but we'll, never be, we'll never get tired of it. We'll never be bored of it. We'll never want to stop. Like, Oh, listen, honey. I don't Nobody's know. Nobody's getting off, right? You're gonna get. You're gonna get bored with him. Yeah, I mean, the, if you think about it, the burn rate's much faster, right? If they spend literally twenty four seven like together, like that's that's that can't last the same rate, right? No, I mean, at some point, this relationship is gonna be more about comfort and love and less about sex. I'm just, I'm just yeah. helping you out here. I'm just letting you know. And he also says that, You'll like Edward says that. Like the rest of his family is kind of calmed down and is not like constantly boinking places. Yeah, it was it was a decade. That was how long it took. Like you have sex yeah. for a decade and then you're like, you want to get some food? You want to get something to eat? And and you do it so hard that you destroy all of the cottages that they casually give you as wedding gifts because recession. What? <laughs> <laughs> the housing collapse was literally their fault. Oh man! <laughs> oh. They should rent out though as like a wrecking ball though. Um, <laughs> a good side job. It's like the. Uh, Do you like, have a distressed property? <laughs> Do you not mind if immortal would beings you, are would, moaning in it for a little while? Would you, would you like the demon dead to fuck it to death? <laughs> Before I let you answer that question, <laughs> I I have one tiny problem with this book. I have just the one problem, really. Right. Like all that sex stuff is kind of fine with me right now. I my one problem is. That if Bella had to describe, like, the defining characteristic of her existence as a vampire, it would be joy. Just pure happiness from sexual intercourse and child rearing. And murdering animals. (laughs) Yeah, and eating animals, sure. Bitch, you're one of the demon dead! Forced to wander the earth, leeching off the blood of the living. This isn't cute and fun. You were sent here from the pit of hell, and you must be destroyed. (laughs) And you're covered in body glitter. (laughs) (laughs) That, That is kind of a deal breaker. I had not become a, a vampire to be Kesha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. We are who we vampire are. <laughs> I just as soon as she turned into a vampire, like I had forgotten about vampires for a while and how much like 
They are evil. I don't know. Like she's just it's just They are so, evil and must be stopped. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like how all of a sudden you're blade. I mean, I don't I don't <laughs> think Van I'm, Helsing. I'm, I'm not van- volunteering to do it, but someone's gotta <laughs> lazy blade hey these vampires someone should do something about this I'm, I'm not a day walker so much as a day television watcher <laughs> i'll take lazy blade i'll take that it's not a bad nickname i should kill him but oh my stories i just found but... seamless i can't go out today guys i'm sorry uh, I got these mini chicken sandwiches at Burger King. <laughs> My Netflix queue is so long, and I've got ba- pizza bagels. Maybe later. Uh, my slippers are real comfy (laughs) I am lazy blade (laughs) My demon sword's all the way over there (laughs) Someone will get it I'm currently using it as a fondue stick (laughs) (laughs) To get donuts from further away (laughs) Oh donuts Also I'm looking forward to the fan art of lazy blade Anybody else have any other hates? Other hates? Anybody? Uh, um, They use the word clench over 20 times in this book <laughs> yeah they do <laughs> i actually looked this up um and yeah i for for me to get through it i just replaced it with kegel so he ah. kegled his teeth he kegled his jaw i kegled my hands together <laughs> nervously <laughs> i kegled the two halves of this bagel together so the cream cheese came out the sides Ew. <laughs> it's in slow motion that's <laughs> not great well, but i wanted to lick the extra cream cheese Ooh, ooh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Why is too much cream cheese, Alex? Um, you know, a minute ago we were talking about rock heart, rock penises being tumbled smooth in rock vaginas, but as soon as I lick some cream cheese, it's past your level. No, I've I gone over the line. Cream cheese. <laughs> it was too much. You could have just had less on it to too begin much with. Dairy. Yeah, a thin scrape of cream cheese is all you need. Re- really? Oh. This is your line. Really? This actually reminds me that I had come up with a little game for this book. Oh, yeah? Um, where it was like Breaking Dawn, and I was trying to think of all the other things it could be. And for some reason, the first thing I thought, because like before we were calling it Breaking Yawn, mm-hmm. like the first thing I thought of for some reason was <laughs> Breaking Spawn, and it would be about a salmon that fell in love with a grizzly bear. <laughs> oh. And then became a grizzly bear to fulfill his desires. Yeah. Yeah, how about Breaking Prawn? Uh, like the story of a cocktail party, I guess. Uh, uh, crack open the shells and suck suck the the cheese out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was cheese in this prawn because I was trying to spend two thousand dollars a month on food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that was, a good callback. Yeah. Uh, breaking Gone Baby Gone: uh, In Depth Analysis of the 2007 uh, Ben Affleck Movie. <laughs> <laughs> But then you have to become Casey Affleck in order to properly understand it. <laughs> That's right. And then the two Casey become... Afflecks have sex for ten years. <laughs> <laughs> We now present another thrilling episode of Mustache and the Wig. Mustache and the Wig. In 2008, grumpy police chief Charlie Swan teamed up with attractive clairvoyant vampire Alice Cullen and pulled themselves from the wreckage of an otherwise terrible franchise. 
Vowing to fight evil and drink Rainier beer, they became Mustache and the Wig. Mustache and the Wig. Brought to you by read-weep.com slash Amazon. Buy shit. Tonight's episode, Once More Into the Sunset. Charlie, the president's about to call. Damn it, Wig. The Mariners are playing. They're going to lose. Oh, well, you saw that in one of your visions. No, I just knew that because they're the Mariners. Ring, 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 ring. Yes, Mr. President? Mustache, wig, there's an epidemic. A string of unexplained suicides in the Pacific Northwest? We'll get right on it. What the hell is the point of the president calling if you already know what he's going to say? I only know what he's going to say if he calls. If he decides not to call, I have no idea. That sounds completely... Arbitrary? Uh, Yeah. I'm a sparkling vampire. Do you want to start nitpicking now? Yeah, all right. Oh, and Mr. President? Yes, Wig? Buy a fleshlight from read-weep.com slash Amazon. You'll support a great podcast and avoid that sex scandal next month. Read-weep.com slash Amazon, huh? I'll get right on it. Mr. President, you just decided to buy a sexy nurse costume for your mistress. Uh... Sexy Ninja Turtle? Uh, Sexy... What is that, Finding Nemo? Gotta go. What's he even gonna do with... You really don't want to know. But... I'm just... Shrimp paste. You were right. Okay. Uh, but... How about those suicides we're supposed to look into? I'll drive! Tune in next week as we unravel the mystery of the suicides. That's bullshit. We just got started. Charlie, please. No, seriously, what kind of sorry excuse for an episode is this? Talk to the president about sex for two minutes and leave it on a cliffhanger? I'm just doing my job, Charlie. And what kind of cliffhanger is that? There are suicides in the Northwest at the same time Twilight's ending? It's probably about Twilight ending. I, uh, can't reveal that. But it is, right? Yes. Charlie, you solved the mystery! Peachy. Tune in next week when we unravel the mystery of the, um, uh... We'll think of something. Hey, Wig. You want a Rainier? Tall boy? Wig? Ugh. Sorry, Charlie. The president just made another decision. Yes. Now eat the shrimp paste, Nemo. Read-weep.com slash Amazon. Make your terrible ideas a reality. So I guess the question really is because we've done, we've we've played this game before on other other books, but is it worse than Twilight? No. Uh, this section was better than any of the other books by themselves. Definitely. I also think one of the reasons why maybe it's not so miserable for me was because we actually have done so many worse things in the intervening episodes. Like, yeah, yeah. No, this is no, pretty tame. No one's balls were being eaten off by rats in this. Not book. even a little bit. Not even like you know off camera or anything. Not, yeah, right? not even a nibbling rat. Like there's just no, no man is forced to eat his own balls in this book. There were mm. very little ball munching of any kind. I think as far as I, I maybe I missed it, but I just didn't see it. No, um, yeah, maybe you bellowed during that part. <laughs> during the exciting parts, just fell asleep. Well, she, okay, but here's the thing, guys. Vampires don't need sleep. Oh, how oh. is she going to miss the... the how, that's the I real know. question. How, how is she going to miss this climax? climax? Yeah. yeah. She'll get know. distracted by a passing butterfly or something? Yeah. Yeah, they uh, are distracted very easily. That yeah. was kind of the issue. It was kind of like hanging out with someone who was like high for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She, she's, she's kind of cute that way, I guess. Like, it's kind of adorable. Yeah. I mean, you know, it'll get old, I'm sure. I'm not sick of it yet. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> after like the third in and out run that she wants to make like 
And they're like, no, you've had enough in and out. Yeah, you, you only get ten years of in and out, and then. <laughs> and then you you turn to the in and out more for comfort, right? <laughs> <laughs> or just at night. Yeah, and it's no it's no longer called an in and out. It's just sort of a near. Uh, near and close enough you just you just spoon it the in and out you just spoon mm, and spoon yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) in and spoon (laughs) oh what a bummer if it was just called out wouldn't that be a terrible restaurant (laughs) oh no you can't ever get it (laughs) it's right there it looks so Good. And you're just like, circling around the place the whole time. It's just yeah, like, like it's the drive-through. It's just a like a drive around. It's yeah. just like a loop. <laughs> no, and where's the cool. window? Yeah. <laughs> but we should say that in the midst of all of this, not his badness. There's still the baby. Yeah, the baby who can now talk and oh, is a, a weird demon spawn. It's technically only half vampire. Yeah, and it makes sense that like. Bella and Edward would have the worst baby on earth. (laughs) (laughs) And like think that it's really special and unique, but it's really like, ugh. They're like those parents who come into the preschool and are like, our child is really gifted. (laughs) It's a fucking preschooler, lady. Still not that smart. Yeah, it's just this baby. I don't know. It's, It's like the whole problem with Edward constantly, but especially in the first book where it's like, She's the most perfect baby on earth. She's such a beautiful baby. She's so precious and dear to everyone. Like, that just gets really difficult to read about after a while. Yeah, it would have been great if instead, like, Bella's really over the baby. She's like, you know, I just got superpowers. I don't really want to have a kid at all. These guys suck. (laughs) I I know I have 24 hours in a day to be awake, but I don't want to spend any of it on a kid. Well, but this baby, here's the thing. The baby doesn't cry. It doesn't poop. It doesn't eat. Like, it it should have poop, though, right? I, it should. I think it does poop. It's a little unclear because she drinks blood too. It just seems well. She only drinks blood. That's all she eats. And right. so, I'm googling so, this. Yeah, she thinks so she, food is gross. Maybe she just poops iron dust. <laughs> <laughs> here's but it's my, adorable. Here's my point: is that the baby has none of the difficulties of a normal baby. Like that's why she loves it so much. It's because she does. You know, the baby slept through the night, even though it doesn't need sleep. This yeah, just, it's an accessory. This is a. This is a. Yeah, this is a an easy baby this is a, a freebie as far as parenting goes like she loves it because she she doesn't have to think about it oh agreed Ez, are you googling yeah i found someone asking it but no one answered did you, <laughs> <laughs> did you google does renezme poop yes <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now it's time for the second half of the compliment sandwich. We're going to go in reverse order of the way we went at the beginning of the show, which means, Chris, you are up first. What is your minor compliment? Yeah, my minor compliment is, once again, to Charlie Swan. Mm. So in this episode of Teen Mom, The Vampire Years, Bella has to tell her dad that she has this baby. And first she says, we adopted it. And then he realizes that it looks exactly like her and also exactly like Edward. And you know what? He takes it in stride. He uh, he makes this a lot easier, which yeah. also made it easier to write. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. So what happens is Jacob 
phases into a werewolf in front of him to prove that magic exists. And then he's like, okay, okay, okay. You can tell me that she's pregnant, but like, don't tell me more info than I need. Like, that's <laughs> it. His defining character trait is, don't tell me too much. Yeah, Super and, good and parenting. He's, yeah. He's like accepting to the point where he comes in, sees Bella with a totally new face, and is like, yep, you're Bella. Yeah. I can see Bella under that face. I just like it just like eh, close enough like he's <laughs> not he doesn't want to miss the game or something like he, he doesn't want to be put out but yeah I I, I like uh, and I also like that it's like uh, that he's like you know what this is a little fucked up but uh, I just learned that people can turn into dogs so uh, you know what fuck this I'm out <laughs> yeah, I'm just, out there's baseball this changes everything I'm yeah. gonna go watch that yeah yeah like all right so from now on anytime something fucked up happens I'll be on the couch. Just don't worry about me. That's such a great. That's such, it was such a great way to, for that to go. <laughs> my uh, my minor compliment is uh, for Renette and uh for her uh, mind movies. So they Bella says a couple times she's like, "Then I saw the memory that Renette was trying to show me, uh, but it was." filled with anxiety it was like that same moment but with a how does she show anxiety in her mind movies oh it's the music is it i was gonna say mood music lighting Uh (laughs) nervous violins (laughs) exactly or it's just there's like i don't know maybe it's sort of like the uh digitally added afterwards you know where there's like like a a big like like at walker just in the background it's like (laughs) (laughs) it's that same scene a minute ago when it looked like mommy and daddy were fighting Against a giant robot on on a snow planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that would be that would be good. I, that would definitely fill me with some anxiety. Uh, I, my my thing is like here's the thing: she's making movies like pretty much every hour of every day. I feel like she's gonna run drive creativity at some point. You know, like she's and, gonna and just start, start like, after a decade. Yeah, after just, a decade, and just start like, like remaking the Spider-Man series again. Exactly. It's like, oh, this is this is kind of derivative of your earlier work. <laughs> your earlier, your first seminal work of "I'm hungry, please give me food." I, I need to poop iron dust. <laughs> I like the idea of like just like magnets like flying to her like after like if she has a diaper, or her diaper is made out of magnet, and so like her iron dust just goes. And sticks to it, and then they take it off, and then you don't. Nothing sticks to her. I'm okay with this. Yeah, iron dust doesn't pull magnets. It's the other way around, really. Well, it depends how strong. No, you're probably right. No, I don't think it does. (laughs) (laughs) Depends on how strong your denial is. I'll be on the couch. I don't care what this iron is about. I don't care. (laughs) Give me, give me a tall boy. Iron (laughs) dust is not real. Take take care. The Iron Dust took his pants off in front of me. <laughs> and I didn't know what to think. Ezra, what's your minor compliment? Um, this is, I guess, getting my imagination going. Um, what happened to all of Belle's unwanted body hair? <laughs> it magicked like, its way off. What does it, like, does it reabsorb? Does it, like, yeah, does it, like, I don't know, just fall off? Uh, does it become, like, indestructible? No, like, when, when her skin became smooth, she became more beautiful. And by more beautiful, we mean the ideal 18-year-old girl. <sighs> so let's just conform to every gender I think. I think stereotype. this is a good question, though. So Edward obviously doesn't shave, right? 
And he has that weird chest hair. At least, oh, yeah, like, weird oh, snaky right. nipple yeah. hair. Yeah. Weird, like three random Medusa nipple spots. Of, oh my god, it's so weird. What I imagined as soon as you brought this up is that she was lying on that bed, like turning into a vampire, and there was some moment where all her hair just went <laughs> poof <laughs> and like flew off of her in a little cloud. Or maybe like yeah, I like her if her body sucked it in. It just went <gasps> and then it was all gone. Or maybe they just had a they had a late like a nurse standing by who waxed her, like in Hunger Games. Oh, oh right. Yeah. I hope they shaped her eyebrows before they got fixed permanently. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> or if I... she just had big fucked up eyebrows. What like, if she had old man eyebrows, but everything else was perfect? <laughs> just Andy Rooney. <laughs> yeah. Andy. Uh, well, actually, I think the idea is though that like. All right, she's perfect, but what's like the vampire version of perfect? And they have like just like one weird quirk, where like they like one very big Andy Rooney eyebrow. Like that's what they go for. <laughs> just just well, one, just just one. the one. So it looks like you're surprised all the time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or you're like you're like you're curious. You're like, hmm, what's that? It was like Boom, huh, that face. I, I might talk about how I get too much junk mail today. <laughs> You guys ever notice all the cotton in these pill bottles? What is with that? <laughs> so much cotton. You can smell it out, though, so that's pretty good. Yeah, Reggie. <laughs> all right, Sarah, what is your uh, minor compliment? Um, I guess this is for uh, surprising me. Mm-hmm. Um, Alice swore. And you didn't get to hear Did, what I, she said, which is kind of a shame, because I could have used just a good old F-bomb in somewhere in this book. I must, but, have, I must have bellowed out for this one. What, what happened? What did she say? Uh, it's like right when she um, is seeing the vision of the, uh, I think it's either right when she sees the Volturi or when Charlie is first coming. It's like sometime when she's surprised and there's just a quick moment where it's like, Alice said something that sounded odd in her ringing voice. And I was uh. like, what was it? Was it Umbrella? Yeah, right. Was it patchouli? Yeah. <laughs> like, what, what was, was it the was it the official name of Bangkok, Thailand? Yeah. It was. Uh, yeah, you should add back that back in and post. Yeah, um, but uh, <laughs> was no, it bobbly think... home baked crust pizza? <laughs> bobbly. So it could have been any of those things, but I chose to imagine that she just swore like a sailor for a minute. Well, I don't understand. Like, so I thought once for even for Mormons, like once you were married, you could swear. Uh, I don't think they're Mormon vampires. Well, they are kind. I mean, really. Well, they are. But because real vampires anywhere else in the world would just have sex with people. Uh, Mm -hmm. It could have been. I don't know. I feel like there's some other groups of people. They could have been Tim Tim Tebow vampires. Okay, sure. He he has sex, too. What? I'm sure. Tebow? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then afterwards, he, like, points up, and he's like, thanks, dude. Pixar didn't happen, guys. (laughs) That's Um, what you said about Hulk Hogan, and then you got pissed off at me. (laughs) That was your fault. (laughs) Um, Well, also, for the record, I do like the sort of, like, Alice early warning system of, like, visions. You just, like, give her something... Give her something to hold, and like whenever she has a vision, she'll just drop it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that vase. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> it, what is it, girl? What t- is it? Tim Tebow released a sex tape. Oh, buddy. <laughs> so and then sorry. it was like they even had to throw anything. Or Bella's like, I totally could have caught that vase. I just didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing about the Tebow sex tape is he wouldn't do well for the first like three quarters of it, but he had a great finish.
All right, that is it for our show, everybody. We'll be back again next week. Next week, we are talking about the last part of this book of Breaking Dawn and the last book of Twilight and the last part of Twilight books forever and ever and ever. Until she makes another one. I don't Maybe maybe screw that. Maybe we wouldn't read it. I don't know. But uh, uh, we probably would. But uh, And then after that, we'll watch the movie. Hey, so because we're watching the movie in a couple weeks, I need you right now. I need you to take a few minutes and I need you to come up with I want you what I want is I want you to leave a voicemail on our system for Twilight saying goodbye to it forever because this this has been sort of like one of the defining things of our podcast for 169 episodes at by the time it's over like this more episodes of Twilight than anything else so I really I really want you to uh, I really want you to 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 say goodbye to Twilight Uh, 90 seconds or less but just leave a voicemail our phone number is 509 588-1280 509-588-1280 call that leave a voicemail and just say goodbye Twilight it's been nice knowing you or whatever you like whatever your fondest memory of Twilight on our show is whatever you want to you know, say do that right now um, and if, if uh, calling's too much feel free to text Chris will read it in his melodious baritone perfect yes absolutely you can also text us same number 509-588-1280 um, or you know post on the Facebook page or podcast at readweep.com send us an email whatever you want but uh, I would love my favorite one would be voicemail if you could just because it play really well on the show um, and uh, and thank you in advance and uh, that is it so we'll be back next week with more of those shows thanks as always for being here Chris and Ez oh of course yeah we look forward to having you back uh, on the west coast Chris eventually and uh thank you so much for joining us again sarah oh my pleasure after this we're gonna have to find other books that either have twilight in them or take place between evening and night or whatever it is we'll have to find another excuse to get you on the show because you're you can you feel your time running out your last grains of sand slipping yeah, I can feel them slipping through the hourglass, just yeah. like that other girl that we read that other Twilight book about. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Awesome. Well, we will be back again next week. Everybody take care. Goodbye. Pshh.